Hey, greetings, everyone. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. Hi, folks. It's a pleasure for you to join us here at the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. And remember, if you like what you are seeing and hearing, please click a like button and share it with others because the whole purpose here of this podcast is to keep you better informed, educated, and activated so we can go out and be responsible citizens in this longest-running constitutional republic that the world has ever known. And speaking about this constitutional republic, we had a president that just recently stood up and gave a speech in front of Independence Hall. And I just wanted to share some thoughts with you about that speech that was given. When Joe Biden took to the stage to deliver a primetime address from Independence Hall in Philadelphia, remember, this is the place that we shall remember this month on September the 17th of 1787, where our United States Constitution was signed and it established the United States of America, as we are today, the longest-running constitutional republic that the world has ever known. You'd have thought that in that moment, given this speech, it would have been imperative of the leader of this great nation to rally us, bring us together, talk about the beginnings of this republic, our respect and regard for the rule of law and individual rights, freedom, and liberty, and personal sovereignty because our inalienable rights come from a sovereign God with a big G, not government with a little g. The Constitution of the United States of America signed there in Independence or Constitution Hall is a restraining document on the powers of the federal government. As well, it was not ratified by the states until it included an individual Bill of Rights, our first 10 amendments. How interesting and funny. Old Joe Biden once quipped that no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Well, maybe according to Joe Biden, old Alan West should still be a slave. After all, you know, the 13th and 14th and 15th Amendments passed by Republicans had everything to do with ending slavery in America, granting citizenships, citizenship and rights to slaves. But maybe, again, those 13th, 14th and 15th Amendments They're not absolute. And I guess this is where I will make my hypothesis. It is time that we stop seeking reason from the progressive socialist left. So many articles, social media posts, and commentary have been published in the aftermath of Biden's quite disturbing rant. However, the progressive socialist left fully believes it was a great speech. Never mind the ominous and eerie choice of background that we saw in the coloring of Independence Hall or the use of two of our United States Marines standing in the background. 
Never mind the direct targeting of a portion of Americans and their demonization as fascists while declaring them a threat. Biden could have also also directed comments toward groups like Antifa and BLM, who have been responsible for some of the worst violence, destruction, and also death in America. Nope. Joe Biden took the political path of least resistance and squarely placed a target on some Americans, mainly those who disagree with him, mainly those that don't want to conform to the progressive socialist left ideological agenda. Think about it. Every time a Republican in recent years has been elected president, he has been declared by the left as illegitimate. And even on Donald Trump's inauguration day, there were violent protests in Washington, D.C. Someone that I know personally was struck in the back of the head by a pipe iron and left bleeding on the sidewalk. Remember that ensuing women's march where Madonna admitted that she wanted to blow up the White House? But yet, that's not a threat to democracy. Joe Biden stood there before the place where our Constitution was signed, and he is in violation of Article 4, Section 4 of that very document, the Constitution. Yes, his open borders policy is a clear violation of that guarantee clause. But I am speaking of reasonable issues which have little to no meaning for the leftists. History is sadly repeating itself in a very disconcerting and dangerous manner in America. Leftists, Marxists, socialists, communists, they must have a target. Even Saul Alinsky referred to such in his Rules for Radicals, a book that he wrote the dedication was to Lucifer. This targeting process gives them a deranged, perceived right to destroy their declared opposition. Senator Chuck Schumer once said that Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh shall reap the whirlwind. And the next thing you know, there's an assassination attempt against Justice Kavanaugh. The congressional GOP is demonized, so someone takes to opening fire upon their Congressional baseball team practice. Churches and pro-life centers are firebombed, vandalized. Trump supporters are beaten in the streets. Some back in 2020 in Portland, Denver, and Milwaukee are even murdered. No big deal to the leftists. The time has come when we must realize that we cannot reason with those who believe that their desired ideological ends justify any means they use. The progressive socialists do not care that America has a drug, human, and sex trafficking issue. They want open borders. And they continue to try to lie to us and say that the border is secure. The leftists do not care that violent crime is out of control because of the bail reform agenda. They just blame Republicans. The leftists will starve our children of lunch If schools do not teach their gender dysphoria agenda, they don't want to educate our children. They want to indoctrinate our children. There is a saying, come, let us reason together. Tyrants and totalitarians do not seek reason. They seek power and control. 
and demand obedience, conformity, subjugation, abject surrender. Joe Biden spoke of fascists. Tell me, Joe, who is running about in America censoring free speech and freedom of expression? It's not conservatives. Antifa stands for anti-fascists. But these are the very, I would take Joe Biden's term, idiots. They're going about beating down people who speak in opposition to their leftist ideas and beliefs. That's the nature of fascism. Joe Biden has crossed a Rubicon, for which I do not know that there is true reconciliation. Under the quite demonic aura presented during his speech, he did not speak of unity, but of punishment for nonconformity. Hence why the federal government needs 87,000 new IRS agents who must be comfortable being armed and with the use of deadly force. I say these words with a heavy heart. It is not easy to write this and have it published under my name in townhall.com, but it is something that I believe. We cannot reason with people whose fundamental principles and beliefs and values are anathema or the antithesis of who we are as a constitutional republic. We must reaffirm and rededicate ourselves to the understanding that we want America to continue to be the longest-running constitutional republic that the world has ever known. And we are at that moment of challenge. We are at that moment in this representative democracy that Alexander Fraser Teitler talked about when he said that a democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. It can only exist until a time when voters realize that they can vote their own largesse from the public treasury. From that moment on, voters will always vote for the person promising them the most benefits, with the ensuing result being the collapse of the democracy over loose fiscal policy followed by a dictatorship. If you want to talk about threats to democracy, just look at the policy agenda of the progressive socialist left, which is rooted in wealth redistribution, nationalizing economic production, creating and expanding a welfare dependency society, this belief in social egalitarianism that it is their job to spread equity like peanut butter all across this land. And equity means the forced application of equality of outcomes. And of course, the last thing is the secular humanism push because the left cannot exist as Karl Marx, an affirmed atheist, as long as there's a strength and a faith and a belief in something that is greater than all of us. The Judeo-Christian faith heritage God from which in our Declaration of Independence, our inalienable rights emanate from. We are at a pivotal point in the midterm election cycle of these 22, the year 2022, is just the first 
of what will be several elections, federal, state, local, that will determine the future of the United States of America. But we cannot no longer sit and believe that we can reason with people that want to destroy and undermine the United States of America that will politicize and weaponize any federal government agency against the liberties, freedoms, and rights of its own citizens. It hurts my heart to say this, but it has to be said because that's what leaders do. Leaders don't tell people what they think they want to hear based upon polling. Leaders intrinsically know what the people need to hear. God bless you all. Steadfast and loyal. This segment of the Steadfast and Loyal podcast brought to you by the United States Concealed Carry Association. Being a responsibly armed American is both an honor and a responsibility, and it's not one to be taken lightly. If you own a gun, then you need the self-defense education training and self-defense liability insurance that you get with USCCA membership. Click learn more below right now to explore your membership options, which are risk-free with the USCCA's Bulletproof Money Back Guarantee. Guys and gals, the U.S. Concealed Carry Association was founded to help responsibly armed Americans like you and I. They are committed to providing life-saving, self-defense resources to help you, your family, to be safe. When you activate your membership, you'll automatically get life-saving self-defense education, industry-leading training, plus self-defense liability insurance. Don't wait. Until it's too late, click Learn More below right now.